0: Music mm-hmm. Hello. Welcome to Kingdom Living Ministries. This is Bible study live with Dr. Lewis. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. I'm so excited to do the study with you guys tonight. This is going to be such an amazing Bible study and I studying this um, particular topic has really blessed my spirit. So I pray that it does the same for you guys. Y'all ready to tap in? If you are ready, make sure that you have your King James version of your Bible, your pen and paper, because it's one of those nights. Let's go. So if I had to title tonight's study, I would title it The Enemy's Diary, Unmasking His Tactics and Schemes. Okay. It would be. The enemy's diary, unmasking his tactics and his schemes. So it's such an important conversation first because it's something that we need to do as Christians. We need to make sure that we are ahead of the tricks and schemes of the enemy as much as possible. Because he is looking to enter every crevice, everything that we have not dealt with in our lives to use that as a doorway to wreak havoc in our lives permanently. So after tonight, we're going to have some skills, some tactics to use to, to avoid some of the pitfalls that he already has set up in his diary for us amen all right before we get um, started deep into the study let's start with prayer father god in the mighty name of jesus i come to you tonight god thanking you for this time of fellowship thanking you for this opportunity to study your word god let the seed be planted in every ear that is listening to this study, God, let it resonate in their hearts to do something different, to fight against the enemy, in the mighty name of Jesus, let no distraction interfere with your children receiving your word tonight, in Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen, amen, y'all ready, I'm super excited, okay, So let's start. Let's start with the enemy's diary. The concept of the enemy's diary is metaphorical, but it represents the idea that Satan is cunning. He's a cunning adversary who meticulously observes and records our lives. Think about that. He looks for our vulnerabilities and weaknesses in our bloodlines, seeking ways to hinder our progress and spiritual growth. So think about this. When you are born, God has given us gifts, um, passions and, you know, just things that we love and personality and other character traits. And the enemy would love to destroy those things. Because all those gifts that God gives us, they're given to us for a purpose. So that is to build up his kingdom, to build up the church, bring people closer to Christ. And if the enemy knows all the gifts that you have, he's going to throw every tactic, every tool in his bag to destroy you to keep you suppressed. So you're not doing the things that God called you to do. You're not living in the will of God. It's, it's, it's something to think about because, and this is a self-reflection. All of our studies lately have been about self-reflection right in the moment because, If you think about all the things that you love, for example, for me, I am, I love family. I love socializing the togetherness, the, I just love to love on people. So the enemy, what he does, he'll try to throw monkey wrenches in those situations. Like he would try to do things to break up relationships that I love, that I kind of yearn for the togetherness, he will make me feel isolated because that's the total opposite of what I love. So that's one of the things that he come against me. in. so what do I need to do? I need to war against the enemy in advance because I already know I need to be praying about that thing. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, let not the enemy be able to interfere with any relationship that is sent from you, God. I rebuke the enemy's tactics and schemes in the mighty name of Jesus to not interfere. That's the type of prayer they I should be praying that I pray that I pray regularly. So that's just an example of one of the the gifts that the enemy tries to attack because he has my diary written out. Right. So he looks for those vulnerabilities and weaknesses in our bloodline, seeking ways to hinder our progress and spiritual growth. See, if he could keep us suppressed, we won't. We won't even go to God. We won't even consider God. Let's see what Scripture says. Okay, here's a reminder: of Scripture Ephesians four twenty seven says, "Neither give place to the devil." We're not giving him any loopholes or how to intervene in our lives if we know. Okay, we're not going to give him the opportunity to wreak havoc if we can. Especially if we know what our gifts are. So we have to do everything that we need to to protect our gifts that God has given us. Okay? We must remain vigilant because just as a lion stalks his prey, Satan is on the prowl, seeking to devour those who let their God down. We cannot let our God down. The moment we get comfortable, Oh, he's, re- he's he's already uh, setting up his play. If he hasn't already, already set it up. See, think about this. When, say if you were in a boxing ring, you were a boxer, a professional boxer. You got your guards up. You got your fist up, ready for fight. Ready for war. You're not going to drop your hands when you know the enemy is ready to. He's waiting for their opportune time to hit you back. So you're going to protect yourself at all costs. So we cannot let our guards down. Okay. His goal is to keep us bound to anti-progress, lack, confusion. And prevent our spiritual growth in Christ, see if he could keep us so frustrated and annoyed and irritated with our problems and issues that already manifested in our lives, he can that will keep us further away from Christ. See the idea is that we should always have your mind and thoughts on Christ. Lean on him when time of trouble, when time, when things are going bad, even when things are good, we should be looking to him. But that requires a relationship with Christ. See, when you're able to identify the things that need his protection. And let's be real here. We need his protection for everything. Every inch of our lives need to be protected by Christ. So that means we need to be in constant prayer and in meditation on his word daily with him, communing with him, studying him, worshiping him. Again, that starts with the relationship. But a lot of us are too busy for a relationship. But we're going to get deeper about that. Okay. So. We have to understand Satan's origin and his significance because I feel like a lot of us as Christians, we remember that, yeah, Satan was an angel in heaven. He, you know, he 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 um, he was a prideful guy and we know the story behind Satan. But are you really thinking about his behavior, his characteristics? Why would you ever let your God down? If we know the person he was. Okay. So I want us to go back to Isaiah chapter 14, 12 through 15. Satan's rebellion against God dates back before the creation of humanity. And we can read it. You you can get, guys can go and read it another time. But I'm going to just give you a brief synopsis about his origin. He was originally a beautiful angel named Lucifer, but his pride led to his fall from grace. So go back and read the full story in Isaiah um, around chapter 14. Okay. Satan's significance in our lives is undeniable. He is the temper, the deceiver and the accuser who seeks to lead us away from God's love. Knowing his ultimate fate, he desires to drag as many souls as possible into the eternal abyss of hell with him. See here's the thing: he's not wreaking havoc in your life because he just he he just uh he you he you're, he just picked you out of the clear blue sky no he's wreaking havoc because he know his fate. And he want to take as many people as possible with him because he doesn't want to go to hell alone. We have to remember as Christians, hell wasn't designed for us. Satan's pride, prideful uh, attitude, his uh, thinking that he was above God. This is why hell was created for him. It wasn't for us but knowing a person like that we always have to have our God up think about somebody that you know like uh, maybe an acquaintance that you that you come in contact with those type of people with the char- these characteristics that are um explained about his origin in isaiah these are pe- people who have these characteristics and guess what You won't let your God down with them. So if you won't let your God down with people you don't trust here on earth. Why are we as Christians being so laxy-daisy about Satan's plans? Oh, we just like, oh, we just accept whatever he's dishing out. or we just so brainwashed to just go with the wind. We cannot be go with the wind Christians anymore. Oh, well, if it happens, it happens. No, you have to war in the spirit against the enemy. We're in a time where you can't just accept what he's dishing out. You can't just accept that he he just wreaking havoc in your life and you don't even have a prayer life. You don't have any relationship with God, just these horrible things happening to you and you're not giving it to God. You're not even getting proper understanding because you don't have the desire to go to God. Hmm. What is the point of being a Christian if you're not going to work the word? We are living in a time where we cannot just sit on the word. Because life happens with as a lot of young people say, they say life be life. And that means (laughs) life is continuously going and things are happening good and bad. But you just living. I'll tell you one thing, saints, I don't want to just live and exist. I want to make an impact. I want the enemy to know that I am one of his chosen children. And that he will not destroy me And I'm going to work this word Because God's word says we have power We have authority So if I know That the enemy has a diary on me I'm going to work this word These scriptures So I can defeat him Before he even think about Attaching himself to other areas of my life That he hadn't already touched Here's the thing I'm not saying that Issues won't happen. We will always have things that happen in our lives, good and bad. But those things are supposed to build us up. They they are meant to turn out for our good through lessons, trial and error, okay? And trust and faith in Christ that He will pull you through. His word says it. So when things happen we have to know how to fight against it right but when we when things are happening good everything is okay in a the moment not, there's no issues no nothing don't think don't take that lightly that things won't happen or they will always it'll always be quiet Because the enemy is so sneaky and crafty, he plays on our minds a lot, more than anything. And he's so subtle in his attack on our lives. He's so subtle. That's why it's important to pray in advance before you wake, before you get out of the bed in the morning, right? Before your feet touch the floor. You should already be praying. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for the wake up call. Thank you, God, for your protection while I slept. Thank you, God, for your protection for me going to work or leaving the house. Or today I put on a full armor of you, God, today you have to pray in advance now because the enemy is roaring and he is looking for any entryway. To enter into our lives. To wreak havoc. Okay. So. Satan's significance in our lives. Is undeniable. He is the temper. And the deceiver. Right. We cannot deny. That he isn't present. I mean. You cut on a TV. It's very rare that you see Christian content, things that that can help and pour into us. We see more worldly and demonic things. So we can't deny that his presence isn't around. Okay. But guess what? The job is not complete. As long as we live, we're gonna be faced with opposition. He is the he is the one that opposes anything good in your life. He want to destroy any and everything good in your life. Why? Because he knows his fate. Okay? But we have to recognize the, re, the reality of hell as well. Hell is a place of eternal separation from God characterized by torment, suffering, and darkness. It was never intended for God's children, but due to ignorance and lack of understanding, many may fall prey to Satan's schemes and share in his ultimate faith. Fate. As much as we go through in life, you know, when things are going wrong, we get angry about it sometimes that anger leads to violence just depends on who we're talking about or who this who can relate to this sometimes that anger can lead you to sin but that's the idea of it understand if you have anger management issues the enemy is aware that he got he know that characteristic. So guess what? He's going to continue to tempt you in situations that push you towards anger. So you can fall into sin. And then fall so deep into sin that there's no way out. And that the ultimate goal for him is to have you in hell with him. Why? Because he don't want to go alone. In Revelation chapter twenty verse fifteen it says, "And whoever, whosoever was not found written in the book of life, was cast in the lake of fire." Understanding the gravity of hell serves as a powerful motivator to resist the enemy and cling to God's love and grace. Cause the description in the Bible. Of hell. Is enough. To convict anyone. If you believe this word. But again. Some of us are so. Loxy-daisy. About the truth. So we have to prepare. Our minds. Our spirits. Our hearts for battle against the enemy. Because we don't want. Things to happen in our lives that could have been prevented through us by using our power and authority through prayer and using our, you know, our authority. Spiritual warfare is a daily reality for believers. Ephesians 6, 12 says, reminds us that our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against spiritual forces of evil. Therefore, we need to be prepared to fight against the enemy daily. Daily, guys. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Our preparation begins with prayer. We got to start our day with prayer. Every day, we should be praying throughout the day. We should be talking to community with God throughout worshiping God throughout the day, asking for God's protection against potential attacks. As we become aware of the enemy's tactics, we can pray against them again by what declaring and decreeing our authority in Christ and interceding for our lives. But I want to ask you guys something. What keeps us from submitting to God in prayer in advance of the devil's schemes? I'll tell you, sometimes we let the business of life distract us from our spiritual preparation. It's essential to prioritize our relationship with God through prayer. Here's the thing. We're so busy with work, doing this and that for our children. We don't even make time for God. How do we expect for him to 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 bless us and we won't even allot a lot specific time to commune with him? Let alone have Bible study, go to church, worship, pray. We'll say, oh, we're so busy. Oh, we have to work. Oh, we put everything before Christ. What we do, what happens is we uh, make other things, idols. We create false idols in our lives, and then fit God in between somewhere. So yeah, if I work a job eight hours a day, okay, I'll squeeze God in for about ten minutes while I'm in the shower, or while I'm cooking dinner. So, in if you look at that, who, what has the most uh, power in your life? What has the most authority in your life? Not power. Which has most? Uh, relevance in your life, your job. It's something that we've all done. And I'm not saying this to, to beat anybody up. This is for correction. Because I've done it. I know many other believers have done it. I've been in positions where that I trusted my job more than I trusted Christ. Absolutely out of order. Out of order. But that's something I had to learn from. I was pushed into a position where I had no other choice but to trust him. Not my mama couldn't save me. Not nobody could not come to my rescue but him. So to avoid that, put I put him first. Mm-mm. Because I don't want to have my back up against the wall and be forced to put him first. I want to do it right. I don't want no man, no idol before God. So how can we take spiritual warfare more seriously in our daily lives? Let's get to it. Let's get to the meat and potatoes of this. Okay. We need to recognize that spiritual warfare is an ongoing battle. And it's the first step. Regularly seeking God's guidance and protection is vital. I, I constantly reiterate that everything is spiritual. It's not by chance that you're listening to this this um, Bible study tonight. You're supposed to be here. There's a word for you here tonight. It's not by chance that you had the connections with the certain people in your lives that you do. Everything is has a reason. Everything has its purpose. And behind all of it. It's spiritual. So, what are the signs that we are under attack from the enemy? Hmm. Signs that I would say they would include persistent negative thoughts. Cause I that was me. I have to check myself. I would say, oh, they're not. They're not gonna listen. They're not really paying attention. That's a negative thought. That's what the enemy want me to believe so I can stop giving his word, giving God's word to people. If he can take my confidence, he can strip me of what Jesus had called me to do. Hmm. Temptations? Yes. He can tempt you to do something you know that's outside of alignment of what you're supposed to do. As God's child or a sense of spiritual dryness. Here's a spiritual dryness that I've experienced. Right. But when I first um, gave my life to Christ, I was on fire for God. Like, yeah, I'm going to study this time. I do this. I'm going to do this. I'm always talking about God. I was on fire for him. But at some point during that time of growth my excitement started to dwindle i started getting lax with the time that i spent with him i started not getting in my world consulting him at all like slowly but it was just it was a slow thing it wasn't just all at once where things just was came to a screeching halt no or i was studying getting immediately tired like I'm yawning when I'm reading a word. That's an attack from the enemy. He knows there's so much knowledge and wisdom in God's word. And if he could keep you from it, he could keep you blind to who you are in Christ. He knows you're more powerful than him. He knows you have authority and you command anything that you want in this earth. He don't want you to dig in the word and realize that and accept that and walk in your calling and walk in your authority. So staying attuned to these signs help us respond effectively. How can we discern the difference between our thoughts and the enemy's influence? So how do you know if it's, you know, if it's something of God or, or it's the enemy? Studying God's Word and growing in discernment through the Holy Spirit can help us distinguish between our thoughts and those influenced by the enemy. Like I tell everybody all the time, pray for discernment. In this season, we need so much discernment. We need to be able to identify the enemy. There are so many false prophets, people that say they are God and they are not. People that are trying to deceive people and turn them around from Christ. That's why you always have to test the spirit by the spirit. Go back any word that you receive here from kingdom living. Make sure you go back and write those scriptures down and go back and read those things and study it for yourself. Because my study can't save you. You have to study to show yourself approved. You know, so it's crucial to remember that. Despite the enemy's diary, we have the power and authority of Christ on our side. That's the blessing. We are more than conquerors through him who loves us. In Romans 8 37, that's what that says. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. But before I close out tonight, I want you guys to do some self-inventory about all the spiritual gifts that you have, that you know that God instilled in you. I need you to pray for protection of those gifts. Because the enemy is right now. He knows his time is coming to an end sooner than later. So he's trying to take us through our thoughts. He's trying to destroy us through through uh, different uh, things that are worldly and demonic, trying to pull us into occults and stuff like that. So we have to be prayed up. We gotta be. We gotta have some understanding. We gotta have, be in His Word. We have to get filled up with His wisdom and knowledge, and continuously pray for it. Because we're going to need it in these days and times. Okay. So, Heavenly Father, we thank you for your guidance and protection, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We repent of our weaknesses and seek your strength. Help us to remain steadfast in your love and resist the enemy's tactics. God, we repent for not giving you the time that you deserve and doing what we supposed to do, what we was called to do and protecting these gifts that you've given us, God. We thank you for this opportunity to get it right with you, God. We thank you for your mercy, God. Because you did not have to extend it to us. Thank you for your grace, God. We ask that you continue to pour into us, that we get it. Where we are not just hearers of your word, but doers of your word. And as examples for other people to see, to grow closer to you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you. In Jesus name, we pray. Amen. Thank you for tuning into this um, Bible study tonight. I hope and pray that it provokes something in you to make you change and to make you think about all the ways that the enemy can attack your gifts and who you are. You're so important to God's kingdom. You're so important. The world needs to hear your voice. The world needs to uh, see your gifts. They need to experience your gifts that God has given you. I look forward to seeing you guys next Wednesday for Bible study. uh, please uh, go to our website at www.kingdomlivingentertainment.com to check out our announcements and our news if you would like to donate to our ministry there's a donation tab there feel free to do so if you cannot you that's not um, you're not able to God bless you we love you we appreciate you for tuning in. We ask that you share our uh, podcast links with three other people, as many people as you can, because it's an urgent time that we live in and someone needs to hear this message. And if you go to any of um, the uh, podcast websites, such as Amazon Music, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Apple Music, we are all there. Spotify, you can find Kingdom Living Ministries there. Feel free to go back and study any of our Bible studies. And I pray that this um, ministry blesses you and we would love to hear from you. If you need need special prayer, make sure you go to the website and um, email us the special prayer. We would love to pray with you. We would love to hear your thoughts of the ministry. You guys have an amazing rest of your week. Make sure that you are spending time with God. Make sure you are praying in advance against the enemy schemes. In Jesus name, you guys have a good night you. Mm-hmm.